Welcome to the Money Down, and you know, just some. Yeah, we back at it again, back at it again. Some sweet some more feeding, news. young breezy. <laughs> yeah, if y'all if y'all ain't know, Mr. Warren Heron, he's a he's a Sign vocalist. Me. Y'all ain't know American right? Idol. You feel Sign me, boy? So if y'all think he need to go on American Idol, Mass Singer, whatever the heck, need to get my dog a tryout. I think. Hey. He, that yeah. Mass Singer show kind of raw, Yeah, tap it. We got to we got to get him on there. We got to get this blown up. You, you would take it for real if you got on that show. Or you? you already know. As long as I get the gorilla costume, <laughs> <laughs> that's my spirit animal. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a silverback. <laughs> you a sicko, man. man or, let me, or, let me, or let me rock a Hulk costume. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it might be fire in a Hulk fire. costume for sure. Yeah. So we we got some more news from EA college football, you know, that they actually, you know, sent out all the letters to all the players where they can, if they want to opt into the game, they get $600 in a free copy of the game. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> hey. y'all think that's, y'all think that's enough? I mean, we not in the, you know, we not in college football no more. So it's, so it's enough for me just to get the game out there. You know, I could, you know, really care less. I think they deserve to get more. How do y'all feel about the price? Yeah. I feel like it should be at least a couple bands, two two thousand or something. You know what I mean? Six hundred kind of short. I mean, I know, that, I know the game costs about seventy bucks or so. Yeah, but. that game, that game about to be they about they probably gonna rack in about two bill for that game. I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna make a lot of revenue, and the players only. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm all for the players getting played. I mean, getting played. Wow. <laughs> 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 No, I'm, for, <laughs> no, I'm all for the players getting paid. They need to get that check. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, you know, having to use a player's likeness and name and all that stuff, they need to get a, a big a big check, every single one of them. But, but in this instance, yeah, it's the one we've time. been waiting for this game for a decade. They need to relax. They need to chill. Let this game slide. Let us all enjoy what we've been missing for 10 years. Because if you think about it, a lot of these players that are on this game probably never touched NCAA. If you think about it, they might have. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the last game was 10 years ago. These kids was in... Yeah, a little jitterbug. I mean, I, elementary I, I school. On, I probably was on the game with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was in elementary school, so that's what I'm saying. Like, let this, let this rock. Let Damn. them get that. Let them get going. Let them rack up that cheese, and that way, you know how much they made, how much they grossed from the game, from video game sales, and then the next video game, then you say, okay, hey, we need more of that. But let this first one slide because we don't want to be delayed. We've been waiting for this for ten years. We can't put this off another two years just to have a negotiation. And I'm being selfish but yeah the, the players definitely need to be pay, be paid more for sure but you know for us for us little folk you know what i'm saying that, that's been waiting for this. we've been hurt for 10 years we've been down for 10 years i'm waiting for this bro so let it slide i ain't gonna lie warren that what you just said i never thought about it like that um these kids don't know what that road to glory with Reggie was like man. Nah, they don't that was epic yeah but 600, 600, man. Come on, y'all boys. It, it, we can't even go to Tornado Room with that, man. <laughs> tornado going to eat all that. You can't even take your, t- take your little, you know, your college model, your girlfriend. Hey, whatever you, whatever even, you want to call it, yeah. So you could do something? It. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's, McDonald's done hit inflation. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got a dollar menu no more for real. You could, you know, you could do something talk. like that. But I, that's why I was thinking. I was like, man, 
EA Sports, I know they know the times, but like you said, inflation, bro, everything done went up. Give these kids fifteen hundred. Yeah. Two bands. But I'm with you. But I'm with you, Warren. Like I know for me, if I was in college right now, I just would be again, we so we're video game fanatics. We yeah. play the game. So I just know I would be so excited, dog, that I'll take that six hundred and like you said, that free copy of the game and they need to speed the process up. Like, you know, it's it's almost summertime. That trailer <laughs> need to be dropped. Yeah. I need to see some game footage. Cause you made a comment earlier, bro. This shit might be Madden. Just some copy. I'm excited for that. If they, if they do that, man, they it's gonna, I mean, people still gonna play it just because the weight. But that, that'll sure. be a huge disappointment. Uh, my thing with the, the opt-in thing, y'all think there's going to be any players that don't opt into the 600? The game's still, game still getting made regardless. You think it's going to be – you really yeah. think it's going to be players you not think, to opt in? Bro, think about this. Think about this. There's 130-some teams, right? You got maybe like 90 teams, 90 kids per roster. Bro, you're out of that 12,060 kids, if I did my math right, Bro, you think not one of them is going to say, oh, I need more cheese. It's probably going to be one of them kids. You know, no offense. It's probably going to be one of them players that ain't getting enough NIL, that ain't making a lot of NIL that do it. But it's a it's a fight yeah. that you're not going to win. So it's like, you, know, you might as well get your 600. But it's going to delay the no, game. No, it's, it's not going to delay the game. I think your Don't name, so? their name's just not going to be in. It'll just be whatever, just like it was before, running back, back number six. Yeah, back number six. And everybody, else, everybody else got their name. That's Somebody will fill it in. Somebody will fill it in so, and put the roster online. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what the perk is of not doing it. You ain't going to fight with EA Sports and they're going to pay you more than 600. That's that's not happening. They're going yeah. they to cash in regardless. But yeah, I don't I don't see a reason why anybody wouldn't just opt in, get your 600 in the game and – you know, keep it pushing out. I'm sure, like going into next year, I'm sure people be like, "All right, we deserve more." I'm sure the more money they make off, they'll be saying. willing to, yeah. you know, cash out a little bit more. Hopefully, you know, that's the way it goes. And then another part of the game. Oh, you go ahead. You know, it's crazy. Like I've been seeing this past weekend, right? Uh, uh, Kirk Curb Street. He he sent out the tweet. He opted <laughs> in the game. Chris Tyler opted in the game. Yeah. I mean, all the legendary. Interviewers and commentators have opted in this game. I know they broke them boys. Oh, you know they gave them a piece. So 600, bro, come on. And truth be told, if you think about it, that's like maybe 7 billion. I mean, 7 million. Of that 2 billion that I guarantee you, I guarantee you they gross 2 billion, bro. Because you got people that have been playing it that's going to want to get it. You got people that have never played it that's going to not only buy a new system but buy the game. And you got all these young kids that have come up that have never touched it but have only heard about how great the games were that's going to buy it. I guarantee you they they hit hit the bees for one. And for two, $7 million is like a fraction of what that is, bro. Next year, let that thing slide this year. Then next year, cash out. Y'all Talk boys, I got cousins, dog, that are married, bro. Like 10 years marriage type sh- talking about this might threaten my marriage, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, 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 as one of your homeboys, it's gonna threaten mine. I already told the wifey, bro. Hey, the first month, the first month, I'm out of commission. I'm in hibernation. Hey. 
Grinding, grinding, grinding. Yeah, season mode. That's an every night extravaganza. That's what, and that's the fun part about the you know the college football is just so much that so much more that goes into it aside from just playing the game. You know, recruiting. Now you got NIL transfer, all that stuff. You you really get into. I've been seeing a ton of tweets too. Like plenty of people that don't play video games anymore. They're gonna be getting back. They may go buy a system just for this game. So EA Sports got to get it right. And I saw that, you know, there might not be no FCS teams on there. Y'all think that's a that's an issue when it comes to this game or no big deal? I mean, like I said, there's I'm sure there's kids that want to be on the game that play at some of the smaller schools that, you know, they win their their yeah. championships, rightfully so. And there's a lot of good players that come out of there. So you think those guys should be featured in the game as well? I'm I'm sure it's probably a money thing. They don't want to cash them, yeah. cash them out as well. I don't know. Which thoughts on that? <laughs> 100%. They should be in the game. And my thing is, college football or EA Sports has had enough time. Like, this ain't something that just, like, randomly popped up. Like, they've been yeah. talking about, you know, everything they've been saying is we've been, you know, building this up and, you know, discussing this. So they have, they had enough time to put, you know, the smaller schools in the game. And I just think it's only right. Like, that's what makes college football. You have these smaller schools. That'll play a Tennessee week one and upset them. And it's just yeah. like, man, what like that's what makes college football. They I think they should, you know, go back and put the extra. I, I guess, I mean, the game's now coming out within the next six months, so it might be too late. Um, but I just think, you know, moving forward, maybe next year is something that they should definitely put in the game for the small schools. But they didn't do all FCS teams right in the past. I, don't think, like, I, I think for them last few, the them, yeah, them last few editions of the game, them last few years of the game, they were doing like FCS West, FCS North, FCS yeah. South. So like whenever you play your schedule, you see like FCS, one of those yeah. teams. So it wasn't like an actual team. So yeah. like coming off the last few editions, maybe you do something like that. But I don't think it's necessary i do i think it's a little unfair for the kids yeah. that are putting in that work yeah like that's hard you know what i'm saying like you have had years prior where they've done it for those smaller schools and things like that but like i mean you could even you could even throw in some of those like uh bigger programs that have won the fcs national championship yeah, yeah, time yeah. and time again like, well, like north like north uh, dakota state, state yeah stuff Miami like that, and all that you like, can you can throw you know 10 20 teams in there like that that have been in the rankings consistently, right? And make that as like a, I don't know, like an incentive for like the yeah. next year, you know, things yeah. like that to continue to add teams. But I don't think it's a point of having like hundred different teams in the video game. And my, did, did Carson Wentz go to North Dakota? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Christian so, Watson. And Christian, that's what I'm saying. So you got, you got, you got big time players that go for first sure. round or end up being for franchise sure. players. Yeah. In smaller school, you got to, bro. Yeah, how would you feel like if you're Carson Wentz and you weren't in college football? You damn near, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. quarterback that year type thing. Like, bro, you got to put him in. Yeah, and and like I said, like I, I would, I would love to see it. I would love to see it, and I think one day maybe you know, um, video games enhance so much to where you can do that, right? And they have enough time to prepare the game and whatnot, and give the and pay the players what. You know, all every all the all of these players. But I think for right now with it coming out and I'm being selfish, nah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's get it out this summer. Like we ain't gotta do that extra right now. And I apologize, players that ain't yeah. in there, but you know, it's coming. I I want like I want like the jump around, like the actual music, like and and that's what's gonna be interesting to me. So like for instance, for instance, like a team like Virginia Tech that comes out to like enter the Sandman. I wanna say it's like Metallica or one of yeah. these. I, I don't wanna <laughs> I don't know if that band, but uh, it's you know it's one of the bands. But um, 
I, I just know like that's gonna cost uh that's gonna cause so much like you know i'm sure i'm sure metallica going what they cut the check. You know what I'm saying? like all these yeah. schools like ohio state with the you know with their you know their chants and traditions like all of that has to be in the game but i'm sure like legal stuff comes into a factor yeah. which i just want to see how they're gonna work through yeah that, that'd be that'd be dope it is so authentic yeah. to the stadiums that junk make, make it definitely epic we'll keep yeah, it on the man. same on the same along with the college sports it's been a, a big topic over the last few months, you know, storming the courts in basketball. We've been a part of storming the field. I know we've been a part of a couple of those in college and a couple of the players. Caitlin Clark got got knocked down and the kid from Duke got, you know, his knee, whatever, hit and got banged up just for the last night. So how do y'all feel about, you know, kids storming the court? It's, it is, you know, kind of chaos. I, I know, I don't know if you were there when we upset somebody in basketball, Warner, we stormed the court. It was Michigan. You know, at, yeah, it we was stormed Michigan. the court, at, you know, as fans. Yeah, so I was there. We've been, on, been on both sides of it. So it's definitely, you know, it gets chaotic, especially for the players. If you're an opposing player, you know, you just lost. You got crazy fans, maybe drunk. They just don't care. They trying to, you know, get, go viral in the moment. Got cameras in your face. You know, all that good stuff. I don't know what's everybody's stance on that. I, I know storming the court is a part of, no college sports and it's, and it's fun, but it definitely stinks when you're on the opposing side and, you know, you're trying to get off the court and, you know, guys yelling, people yelling in your face, which yeah. look, I, I get it, but I don't know how they're going to be able to manage this, whether they can hold people off as much as possible until the, you know, the opposing team exits and then allowing the kids to get on. Obviously that would be the rite of passage. But at the same time, you know, these kids, they, they not waiting. As soon as that clock hits zero, there's no way they're <laughs> stop. You know, uh, 30,000 students and fans and all that from getting on the court. I don't know how y'all feel about that whole situation. Obviously, seeing people getting knocked down and all that. Yeah, it's difficult, man. Especially, you know, I, I, college basketball or, you know, a, a college, you know, court might be a little bit easier just because it's not as big to maneuver through. But think about, like, football. Like, think about if I'm on the opposing team's 40-yard line and the, and the <laughs> locker room is on the other side and I got to walk through all that. And like you hinted to, like, my biggest thing is we know these college kids. We know they, you know, they drinking and they drunk, you know, especially with how everything is set up now with people wanting to go viral and have that moment. Mm. Like, I just know, you know, especially when you take a hard loss like that, You we've been there before. You got so much emotion built up in you. It's like you kind of need a second to decompress and kind of get into that mode of, okay, now I got to go talk to media and stuff. But instead of that, I got college kids rushing the field. It's liquor all in their breath. They say they saying, you know, God knows what, right? <laughs> but then if I just take it out of just frustration and, and excuse my language, punch them in they, you know, punch them in they, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm the one in trouble. Yeah, you crazy. And I'm in trouble right. and I gotta deal People with you. Like, exactly. So I think if I think if it's really a big issue to them, they gotta address it, man. Like you said, wait. You know, give give opponents the or the whatever the losing team an opportunity to get, get off, off the court, get off yeah. the court or the field, whatever it is. And then if y'all want to rush and y'all want to celebrate with the team, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think it's like it's part of the game. You love it. You love when the fans get involved and things like that and want to celebrate with their team, the home team, and things like that. But now it's getting kind of chaos. You have like two key players that. And it's been it ain't it ain't like it's been some regular player. No offense, you know what I'm saying. But it's been two key players to their teams. Imagine if that injury's worse and that kid's out for the rest of the season, or somebody like Caitlin Clark who just broke the record for 
uh, most points scored in a woman's uh, uh, WS, yeah, uh, college basketball history, right? Like, if you take her, if she comes out that game and she's out for the season, she never gets a chance to break that record, right? Yeah. Like, you're me- like that. That's messing with people's careers, and it ain't like people dodging you. They, yeah. They're not. They trying to get to the center yeah. court or whatever. Yeah. And to the, to the they team. running so like, blind. They running blind, right? <laughs> and like, let it be. Let it be. You know, like we said, like one of them athletes that don't. You know, one of them players that just don't like that, right? You get into a player's face and say some profanity because, like, you we've caught it on social media where some guys have like mouthed some things and it's like really hurt somebody. You know what I'm like? Yeah. One of the players or an athlete. Let somebody retaliate, right? You say something like smart and it's an emotional game and they knock you out you slump you slump on the floor and go viral for that you know what i'm saying like and uh, like one of those athletes are gonna, gonna get you know press people gonna press charges people gonna make a big deal out of it but i mean hey that's part of the game right yeah you know what i'm saying I, but, the perfect example is i want to say there was a video that went viral of alabama fans um you know, heckling and harassing Texas fans, right? Texas, yeah. yeah. And was calling them all type of, you know what, N-words and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And that, vi- that video goes viral. Obviously, um, you know, Bama didn't, you know, they the one, they were home. So, you know, none of those fans rushed to, you know, rushed to field. Yeah. But just imagine if it was reversed, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, those those guys that were talking were on the field. So you got people, right, not in their right state of mind, calling you all type of things. And mm-hmm. we know there's certain things you know, African-American or, you know, whatever race that if somebody call you, it's just going to take you to another level. Another place, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just going to take you to another metal, uh, you know, another space mentally. And then that's where, you know, the stuff we're talking about, um, you know, just, it just escalates into, yeah. you know, a whole nother, a whole nother <laughs> situation, man. That can, go, you know, that can go so many ways. Yeah, you just, you just never know how somebody's gonna react. Like I said, it's a highly emotional game. You, you don't have enough time to decompress, and you got somebody running on the field, on the court, you know, yelling and screaming or saying, just may say something that may just tick you off. Like I said, it may not be me, it may not be one of us, but there's, there's plenty of people that we know that we play yeah. with. You, you, say, <laughs> you say just the wrong thing, or you run by them just a little too quickly. Yeah, they might they might actually do some shit and right. you know, like I said, they I just last <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 crazy to Garrett man, yeah. you got knocked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got you got to be careful. That, that's like that's not like a a warning, but like like yeah. as fans, you just you got to be careful. You, you got to be respectful know. though. You, you got to be respectful. respectful. Yeah. You don't know who you're dealing with sometimes. <laughs> so some yeah. people on edge, you know, after a loss, and kind of talking about you know college football, college sports. Johnny Manziel just did a little interview with Shannon Sharp on his club, Shay Shay. I thought it was pretty cool to hear him you know, kind of open up about his career in college and NFL, that transition. You know, talking about how he was a big star at Texas A&M. You know, he was getting getting paid, you know, before NIL and all that stuff, getting cash, you know, kind of taking care of his teammates, taking care of his family, having a good time, and how he had that, you know, that aura. Like, he had everything, you know, that he wanted and that he needed playing at the elitist level and all that. And, you know, going into the draft, you know, he wasn't probably necessarily the greatest, you know, prospect at quarterback, but he had had a lot of hype based off how he played. He, you know, was one of those first freelance type players, truly, truly freelance. (laughs) You know how they compare like the Mahomes and all those guys. He was one of the first like truly freelance out there, extend plays and, you know, throw it up and, had all that hype around him, getting to hang around Drake, LeBron James, all these guys before he even really stepped foot, you know, into the NFL and performed. I thought I thought it was cool how he opened up and talked about it because it's it's truly 
you know, kind of crazy, the transition that you have from, you know, college to the NFL. It's the game is is different, man. If you don't really manage your time, you know, the right way, you're not gonna go out there and just walk on the field without watching film, without you know, practicing hard and think you're going to throw for 300 yards, no picks, and, you know, do your thing for 17 weeks if you don't put that work in and just try all about having a good time. It's, it's just crazy. I don't know. If, I, I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw some clips like I'm sure you guys did. But I don't know what you guys kind of thought about him opening up about his, you know, his struggles too. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool to hear somebody actually talk about that because he had, I said, he had all the whatever, the power, the stardom in the world and, kind of got stripped away from him based on, you know, how he performed in the NFL on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was extremely dope, you know, for him to honestly, and then sit with somebody as powerful as Shannon Sharp, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right now as far as like, you know, the whole media space. But I mean, dog, me, me and my homeboy, we just had this conversation like Johnny at the height of Johnny football, dog, <laughs> like. I, I, I don't want to say the greatest, but like, bro, like, Bro, he beat Bama twice. When <laughs> Bama was, and and I get it, bro. Bama's had numerous of great teams that came through there that could be, you know, one of the best teams and ever in college football. X, Y, and Z. He beat Bama when Bama was. When I tell you, <laughs> Bama, Bama was them boys, and I just think for him to come out and also speak on his struggles and all that, you know, especially like you said, where his headspace was, and to be as big as he was, everybody on the outside would think, right? Like, what does this person have to complain about? Everybody thinks, right? Money, money, money. Mm-hmm. But I think you get to a certain point in your life or, you know, whatever it is where the money can't keep you happy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, right? The more money you make, and Biggie said it, the more problems. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, oh, I get all this money and all these problems go away. Like, no, actually more problems come. People <laughs> asking for stuff. You can't, you can't, I can't go to the restaurant and eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so yeah. much stuff that come with it. So to hear it from somebody of that stature and how hype he was at the moment, and like you said, hanging with Drake, hanging with Braun, being from t- being in college at Texas A and M and being on you know PJs and being in at, at Live when Live was the height yeah. of yeah. Damn, I used to wish I, I used to oh, live on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. Just yeah. foot near that without a check, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so just hearing him talk about it, I think is dope, and I think we need to hear more big dog players give their testimony so that these young guys coming up can understand that, bro, the mental space of this whole thing is extremely important, dog. Yeah. Extremely yeah. important. Yeah, I agree with that, man. It was it was cool. I don't want to say cool, but it was it was great to hear him open up, be vulnerable, talk about his struggles. Like it's another thing that, you know, has been talked about a lot recently is depression, right? He talked about having depression and things like that. And like Breeze was saying, like you know, people talk about like what well, he got problems for. He got all this money. Like money just cascades that it just builds up. Right. And so you think about kids right now. Well, now they're getting NIL money and things like that. Like that's something like people need to hear because like that's a real thing. Right. You can have everything. You know, you can have everything. You can have a fame. You can have a fortune. You can have the popularity, so on and so forth. But like that's it's never going to fill that space. Yeah. Right. It's never going to fill that space. And. You know, I think, and not to get all crazy, but I think that's, you know, a big thing why people talk about faith. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it was great to 
hear his struggle and and, ha- and hear somebody like that that was of that caliber that have hit the pinnacle of athlete, right? Yeah. That has hit the pinnacle of popularity fame. and fame <laughs> and, and getting paid and having an opportunity in the NFL to talk about that struggle because, like I said, I mean, you, you have to hear that. And like I said, people that don't get to go through that every day, like, need to hear that for understanding of what athletes, not just Johnny Manziel, but yeah. tons of athletes have gone through that, right? Tons of athletes have, you know, suffered from depression, have yeah. had the money. You tell you hear about athletes that have gone bankrupt, you know, blown it, you know, spending on spending that check and spending money on family members and things like that. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. it was good to hear. And I'm hoping more people listen to that, man. Yeah, for sure. And it's happy. To, it's cool to see him that he's in a, a solid space right now, too. He's yeah. kind of, you know, moved past that. He, he's whatever, done rehab, all that stuff, whatever. He's in a he's in a good spot right now, which is good to see. Because sometimes, you know, we we don't see guys end up in that spot. It takes a while to get back and feel like you're your normal self. But I think the timing is just right for him to come out and speak to, like you said, with the NIL money and all that stuff. All these kids coming from college to the NFL, feeling a little entitled, thinking you're going to walk in and, you know, be that guy coming into the NFL and things are going to come for you easily, you know, on and off the football field. Like I, I hear it all the time, like like going back to like my agency retreats, you know, now guys just thinking they deserve th- certain things as far as, you know, brands, endorsements and all that stuff before they even, you know, touch the field in the NFL. It's like, it's like you hustling backwards, man. If you just go out there, ball out, take care of yourself on the field, handle your business, all that shit's going to come, man. Just be, just be patient. Like the, like the fame and all that stuff is cool, but it's going to go away one day. You still got to have, you know, be a good person. You got to have, be yourself, you know, at the end of the day. I think that's, I think the timing is just perfectly right for him to come out and say this, especially because like obviously sports, it, when sports is, it's all about money, especially when these all about organizations it. and you know, players, like everybody wants to maximize their money, but like I said, all the money and the fame is cool. But like, we know plenty of people that have, Everything, cars, clothes, jewelry, but still feel empty on the inside because all that, all that shit don't really matter at the end of the day, man. You still got to, you got to have, you got to have a solid foundation, man. And I seen, I, it, maybe it was like a couple weeks ago, I seen Braun come out and he's he had like a little segment at the end of the game. He spoke about it just saying like, you know, how he sees so many people worry about, you know, the jewelry, the cars and all that, thing, those type of things. And it is appealing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially... When we start getting these goats to talk about these type of stuff in these situations, I think that's when it really grabs certain people, right? Like, I mean, for us, we know who Johnny Manziel is. And, you know, quite frankly, like, you know, the guys going into the league in, in this draft and drafts to come, they probably know, you know, who Johnny Manziel is. But they didn't get that Johnny Manziel effect like how we did, right? Yeah. So to them, it's all stories. Like, we could say that about Reggie Bush. Like, the kids now probably, like you said, Warren, are catching the tail end of like, damn, Reggie Bush might have been the coldest motherfucker to touch the pill, right? Yeah. But in two, three years, it's going to be kids that's just hearing the stories yeah. that we're telling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But when we have those guys like, you know, I don't know, man, like the LeBron James, the you know, the Kevin Durant, and then when you go to the NFL, maybe, you know, the Tom Brady's, like... I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? I can't speak for everybody, but yeah. I'm sure at some point those guys have had, you know, mental battles. Yeah. You know, whether whatever it be, it might not have been money, it might not have been, but we all face a battle that, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, some some people don't know. Yeah. But 
if those guys come out and they tell their testimony and kids can relate to that and see like, damn, you know what? LeBron struggled with some of the shit that I struggle with right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you can take that and you can build from that and we can kind of get these guys, uh, you know, the financial, um, you know, knowledge or, Mm -hmm. you know, the mental space knowledge that, you know, they're going to have to, you know, take on and, and, and be prepared for. Yeah, 100%. And I I was going to say, like, uh, one thing he touched on, like, at the end of that, or not at the end of that segment, but as he was talking about, was, like, surrounding himself with great people, right? Like, that's how he's, like, he's come out on the other side of it, right? So, you know, for the people that are listening and things like that, like, that's important, making sure that, especially young athletes that are making this money now with NIL, like, it's important to have a a firm foundation of faith and and people that are going to be around you that are going to help you make the best decisions for your financial future, your mental health and things like that. And like I said, that's some of the something he talked about, you know, having, you know, to be able to have get, gotten through all the things that he's gone through. So shout out to Johnny. Yeah, shout out to Johnny, man. Mental health and everything is is definitely real. No matter how much money you got, how much money you don't have, I said, make sure you're surrounding yourself with the the right people, family, friends, whoever it may be that help you stay in a a positive light. Like I said, it, you know, I always my dad used to always say, like you are who you hang around, and you know to an extent that is it is true. You hang around bad people, you probably into some bad shit. You hang around good people, you probably gonna be doing some like <laughs> we doing some good stuff. And then, like I said it's. I know it's cliche, but it is is really true. And that's kind of like how Johnny said, like early on in his career, you want to party, you're gonna be hanging around people that want to party, and that you probably end up doing drugs and doing some yeah. shit that you probably don't want to get into. I so, be doing, yeah. so if you hang around the right people, try and do the right thing as much as possible. Like nothing wrong with having fun. Like I said, we all have done it at some point throughout you know our life, college, NFL. There's nothing wrong with having fun. There's nothing wrong with you know buying cars. There's nothing wrong with you know wearing jewelry. But that shouldn't be our center focus. That. That should just be like a little bit of the icing on the cake. Nothing, nothing wrong with dressing nice. Nothing wrong with having a good time, all that. But we all just got to be smart. And speaking of, you know, the Cleveland Browns, you know, they have their new quarterback <laughs> over the last two years. Deshaun Watson got his fully guaranteed contract two years ago. And this year, dog got a cap hit of 63.3 mil. They said, they said that's 25% of the cap. You know, for, for the team this season. <laughs> Can you restructure? <laughs> yeah. Nah, so, man, trying to yeah, restructure. Yeah. I mean, nah, he, he ain't trying to He going to have to. He going to have to, man. Like, like to, not this past year, but the year before, he was suspended for the whatever 11 games, and he finished the season, didn't perform very well. Now, this year, he had you know, some good performances, some, some down performances. You saw a little bit of the light, and then he got hurt. So he has to take, you know, some of a pay cut, man. I, like, I understand the contract. I see he, like, I thought he, like, deserved as far as performance-wise. I know he had the off-the-field issues, but I still think he has the potential to get back to where, you know, he once was. But to me, it's not, you know, quite there yet. And if that team wants to kind of stay together and be one of, be a championship football team, that – you got to take a pay cut. That's Restructure that and take yeah, that yeah, that's, 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 Get some people that's, around you. <laughs> I mean, I know that the salary cap goes up, you know, every year, which is yeah. which is good. But still, a 63.3 cap hit, that's, that's OD. <laughs> you, know, you know what's so crazy, though, dog? And, like, Deshaun really at one point was in that <laughs> – in that space of like yeah, the Mahomes, best, yeah, the Mahomes like, yeah. like best quarterback in the league. Like that year they went to the uh, they ended up losing to Patrick Mahomes. I mean they ended up losing to Kansas City. It was up like they was up something crazy, right? And then Kansas City <laughs> ended up coming back and winning that game. 
And it just seemed like after that, it was just a downhill. If Deshaun can just, and I know he got, he went through some stuff that, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to comment on. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Yeah, leave that alone. Stay, leave that alone. Stay out of it, right? But if he could just get back into that mode, dog, of just focusing up and, you know, I know there's so much stuff still on his plate, but if he could put that to the side and get back to that Deshaun that he was in, uh, you know, Houston, and he got the weapons. Yeah. Bro, he got the weapons in. Like, I tell people this about Amari Cooper all the time. When Amari want to go, like when he want to go, <laughs> oh, he, he, he's unguardable, dog. Yeah, he's he's fast. He can run. He can run great routes. He mm-hmm. getting out of his breaks. Like it just a coop got to just want to go. Yeah, and he could be. You know what I'm saying. Top three in the you know I know everybody it's so many receivers in the league but Kuka Kuka be top top oh, three 100%. top five man. one of ones one of yeah got the guys around him he got the defense around him dog mm-hmm. now you just got the you know obviously this year some injuries and stuff you know put him to the side but man you just got to lock in stay healthy dog and get Cleveland to you know that, that to that promised yeah. land that they've never been that they've never been <laughs> yeah. in a long time a they might have a chance bro we didn't think the Bengals was gonna ever make it in our lifetime and look what yeah. happened yeah you never know but I mean like he's got I mean you you he's coming off of a he's coming off of a, a chunk of time where he wasn't playing the game right that's yeah. hard to get back in the game and especially yeah. NFL game speed after being out what was he out a seed, two seasons yeah, season? yeah but pretty much he, he didn't play that whole year in Houston they got suspended yeah. suspended the next year for 11 games and then like this year he I don't know how many games he actually played but he, but he got hurt in the back half, all yeah, half of the year yeah yeah, I mean, he gets back into the flow and gets back into that game speed, man. He can be back. He can he can get back to his old self yeah. making and doing the things that he used to do for sure. Yeah, you know, you know what's so big in our games, bro. And we, you know, a lot of people don't really understand, but it's confidence, dog. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. your confidence, bro. Your confidence can be here, and when you do, when you know people get to tweeting you, you go through situations and all that shit, like. <laughs> That, oh, that those things are in the back of your mind, bro. Yeah. Those things affect players' games. Yeah, I just think he got to get back to that confidence yeah. and that and that mental space of like, man, I'm really a top dog in this league. Let's go, let's go play, yeah. and yeah. he'll be okay. Yeah, for sure. I, I love to see him get back to where he was. He's like I said, I got to compete against him quite a few times. You know, Patriots versus Texans, and so he always you know gave us plenty of problems with his arms, with his with his arm, with his legs. He was. He definitely was one of them ones a few years ago. We'll see if he can actually get back to that. And some more news in the NFL. Dolphins release Xavier Howard. You know, we we trained yeah. with Xavier Howard, you know, mm-hmm. for you know, quite a few years. Really, really good football player. Top dog, yeah, sure. top, the uh, ball hawk, one of the best corners <laughs> as far as that ball going in the air, he around mm-hmm. it. He's gonna go get. It. I know the last two years haven't been as great. He's been banged up. But like I said, another really good football player on the free agent market. I know. You know, there's kind of ruffle of feathers. Like Jalen Ramsey tweeted out, he's like, should be crazy how stuff plays out sometimes. But one thing I know for sure, <laughs> it was an honor to, you know, team up with him and all that. Like, he wasn't quite a fan of Vic Fangio and his, you know, system not allowing him and Xavier, I guess, to do what they necessarily want to do, probably shadow receivers and all that, which they fully capable of shutting down on the side of a field. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. You know, he got released based on how much he makes and the injuries over the last few years. But it's definitely going to be tough to see him go somewhere else. But somebody can get him a good corner, man, a veteran corner that can – Rams, you know, let's get it. Yeah, go, go, go get after that ball for sure. Go. <laughs> Send it. 
Send it, right? You know who I was thinking, bro? And it's a lot of controversy going on, which, I, man, KC, bro, Pace need dog, but yeah, for sure, you gotta make a de- you gotta make a decision. You either yeah. need or, or Yo, you yeah, Edgar Jones. <laughs> so if you can get X at a discount, you know what I'm saying. It's just this how the league work, man. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy, right? But I watched a video on Twitter today. That thing was eight minutes long of Xavier Howard's just picking motherfuckers off. And people, dog, people gotta understand yeah. how hard it is to catch yeah, interceptions at any level. <laughs> Definitely in the NFL, bro. You gotta it, shit just gotta be falling your way, bro. Yeah. He did a lot of that. So I know, you know, especially at the cornerback positions, I think you see it with everybody when you think of the top dogs like Reeve, Pat Pete, Joe Hayden, like Everybody has those years where they're super yeah. superb and then they tend to slow down. It's just the nature of the, you know, it's just the nature of the beast in the game. Yeah. But he's still a good player, man. So if somebody can get him at a good price, put him in the right system, which is why I think, you know, I I, I didn't think Vangio was the right guy for what they have for their personnel. For what yeah. they have for their personnel. Right. Like, yeah. you know, Jalen Ramsey tweeting what he tweeted. I agree with him. But Jalen is a star piece that you can put him anywhere, safety. Yeah. You could put him in the nickel. You could put him on the outsides. He could shadow people. Not everybody is a star piece like that. And, and in that case, X is one of those guys where I just say, you know what? Hey, you got digs this week. Yeah, you got yeah. blah, blah, blah this week. You you know, handle, you know, handle your handle business. business money. Yeah. And I just think, you know, Vangio with a lot of that, like, zone scheme yeah. and all that stuff like that, it just didn't feel what he do what he do. He ain't nice. <laughs> and I heard, and I heard he's a, he's a um, I don't want to say ego, but, like, he's he's an old school coach. He's stuck in his ways. Yeah, that's, that's it's his way of the highway type deal. Right. That's what I've heard. And that can affect, like you said, that affect how people view you in that building. Yeah, that's that's how some of them coaches, man. They just do what they do. They not they not switching shit up. No matter how much the, the players vouch for what they want to do, I'm calling my shit. We gonna call this every week. I, I know you want to shadow him. I know you want to follow him this week. I'm not doing that. I, that's that's not what I do. And that's what that's where some coaches go wrong. And it works for some coaches, obviously. But to me, the best ones are the ones that adjust to you know the personnel that you got, and then you you know, maximize their talent. And I think that's where, you know, Ramsey's tweet really stems from. And I said it's unfortunate because this is supposed to be, you know, one of them years for the Dolphins where they – I mean, they, they had a, a very good season. Like I said, only one team comes out on top. But like, I know Xavier was was hurt most of the year, and even Ramsey was hurt, you know, during training camp and then yeah. missed a ton of time. So you never really get to see them play together. Because I, I really wanted to see that because they – the two guys that get after the ball, make some plays on the football, but they really were never on the field at the same time. So we right. never really got to see that. So it was definitely unfortunate, man. Just another one of those things of like coaches not playing to the to their players' strengths. Like we talk yeah. about that, like with the playoffs <laughs> and all that stuff. Like coaches making particular decisions that don't fit the mold of like what their team has in terms of capabilities and talent. So I just I think it's just another example of a coach not relying on the strength of his team. And I want to give a quick shout out to, you know, because we're talking about, you know, coaches adjusting. I just want to give a quick shout out to Jim Leonard, right? Like, oh, obviously, for sure. obviously yeah. you know what I'm saying? He ended up getting the, you know, the the, the corners job and, and Denver. And I could tell you, like, in a couple of years, whenever he's ready, he's going to be a defensive coordinator in this NFL. Sure. But just something that always rings a bell in my head that he used to tell me he was, he's always just say, like, so, 
you know, everybody's different, right? This corner might be different from you. You might have this that this corner doesn't have. He says, my job is to be, you know, I'm basically a handyman. I'm giving you different tools. I give you a wrench here. I give you a screwdriver here. I give you a ladder here. Those are all just the tools for you to be able to switch up and, and give, you know, receivers different, you know, looks, different, you know, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, alignment adjustments to keep them off their game. And I think that's where coaches have to be more and they have to be able to adapt to the personnel and players that they have in their in their in their rooms. And that's what can take your team to that next step. 100 percent. Players got to know they I mean, coaches got to know they player, trying to maximize what they got. And I, and I, and I love that. You got a, the toolbox. So you're going to use a ladder at a different time. You're going to use a wrench at a different time, depending on you know who you're playing up against, what, against. what players. I love that. And love that analogy. Shout out to Jim Leonard. Congrats on the job. It'd definitely be a DC and definitely be one of them head coach, head coaching jobs coming yeah. soon. I think he's a, a great leader, a man, like you said, great player in the NFL as well. He's done a great job at Wisconsin defensive coordinator. Like we say, could have potentially got the head coach job there, didn't get it, but back where he needs to be. But that's a wrap for this Money Down episode, man. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, comment. We on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, at the Money Down Pod. More exclusive content coming soon. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Been showing love. Keep yeah, showing love. Yeah, Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends.